This is episode 27. Are you as calm as a cucumber? Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name is Josh. Hey, I'm Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Josh, how are you today, my friend? Dude, it is good to see you in pixelated form. Yeah, good Uh, to see you in pixelated form. You know, my internet says it is below average in uh, actually very bad network. Oh, I have a very bad network, too. A little bit. Yeah. That's weird. You know, we're staying even. How are you in this? Uh, so this is the week after the election when we're recording. Um, I'm glad to have that done. How are you feeling, man? Yeah, I wish it was done. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad so, to have the first part done. By some, it still still seems contested. I don't know. We'll see how it all plays out. But uh, yeah, it's nice know. to not have the political ads like yeah. every two seconds. I didn't oh, get the dude, text, the text messages, messages this year. So that you was didn't? Nice. Did you know that you can't? So like... You can sign up for the, I don't know what it's called, do not message me or something with the FCC. You could like put your what? phone number and say, you can't, but it does not apply to political messages. They can still contact you. Are you serious? But I didn't get Dude. any text messages this year. So I wonder if, wow. wow. I wonder if they just have my old phone number. Wow. Uh, and that's what I got texting. a ridiculous number. And I would say on election day, I got a solid 15 or 20 alone that day. Like, don't forget to get out and vote. And I live in Pennsylvania and all that stuff. So, you know. Yeah, um, I blame you personally for everything going on in Pennsylvania right now. Yeah. Like, I just assume it's your fault. It was my fault. I went, I boarded up the, um, (laughs) I I took some boards down and cardboard duct tape and I, you know, sealed up all the windows of the official, you know, ballot counting place place. in in Philly and Pittsburgh. And, uh, yeah, man, I was causing all kinds of trouble on election day. That makes sense. For sure. That's an interesting state yeah. uh, because, like, your two major cities are on either side of the state. Totally. Um, and then a weird. lot of people just live, like, pretty rural <laughs> all throughout like the state. Like, super rural. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had friends that, that lived in, in Pennsylvania, um, and they were in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it was What's a weird up? experience. Going to church was like an hour's drive to get this oh tiny church, um, which was like, dang. Dang, that uh, must But I, I would say now that the election's yeah. over, 2020 starting to look up. Like, not only is the election done, but they they found the first murder hornet's uh, nest and removed that a couple yeah. weeks ago. So what that's a win. A win. Total yeah, win. Right? Yeah, uh, then, that's big. Then whoever removed it did say... This is a good start, but we have a long ways to go, um, which makes me think there's more murder hornets, and they're not telling us the whole story. I'm not sure, um, but I'm glad they got the first ones. And do you see like the get-ups? Do you see the pictures of like what yeah. they were wearing? Like, yeah, they were wearing out of, like, like Mars on. Landing. Dude, it did look like Mars Landing. That was crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that happened. Um, I did yeah, have one more chicken die recently. But what? I have 15 very healthy chickens now. So 2020 yeah, said that last time. And then things. Six, yeah, you said that when it went to 16, that they're all healthy. And apparently that wasn't true. Well, at 15, I'm just feeling like things could not be better. You know, at this That's point. Good. Um, That's good. At what point, like, what number do you get to where you're like, mm, this might not be working? If I get under 10, I'm going to panic. Okay, 10. Um, That's gonna, you know, 10, I still got some wiggle room. From under How 10, long does a I'm chicken live like, for before you're like, time to die? Uh, they live like seven years, typically, or oh, more. Long time. Um, yeah, and they lay they eggs live that while. entire time? Yeah, they have like six to seven years of like prime egg laying, and then they kind of huh. taper off after that. So, you know, theoretically, uh, these 15 could make it for the next seven or eight years, but, uh, you know, statistically, it's not looking great for them. So, <laughs> What do you do with the chicken body after it's dead? There's probably a proper way and an improper way to take care of a chicken body. Um, I happen to live in an area where there are foxes and coyotes gotcha. uh, very close by. So I may or may not take the chicken and uh, and throw it down the hill in the woods by the street. You should like – I wouldn't throw it like near your house. No, no. It's I'd throw quite it like, a near the neighbor, yeah. that neighbor you don't like. Like throw it near their house. <laughs> Put it in their mailbox. Just and... dead chicken. No, no. no it needs yeah. to be open though. Because, oh, yeah. like, cows yeah. got to get to it. 
Right. Um, right. And you can't actually yeah. put it in their mailbox. That's a federal crime. I don't know. Yeah, that'd that. be that'd be real uh, bad. That'd be the wrong way to do it. No, I take it I dig it deep into the forest and chuck it down the hill because I know that there's a lot of things that will eat that quickly. Um you know? So there's that. There's that. Nice. Dude, yeah. we're still talking about relationships. Before we get into that, I yeah. assume you've got some questions that yeah. I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know the answer to this, but uh-huh. Josh, is it better to steal a candy from a baby or a baby from a candy? What? Is it better to steal candy from a baby <laughs> or, or a baby, baby from so like, candy? I walk away with the baby and leave the candy bar behind? Yeah, you leave the candy in its place, no, but you take the baby. Yeah. Nope, nope. So it's nope, better nope, to nope, take nope, the nope. candy from the baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, candy has no responsibility. Baby does. No party right. wants to take baby. That's that's a good point. Then I'll have to be, that's like, in charge of it? No. That seems mm-hmm. like a bad day. Okay, uh, Josh, another question. Um, this one's a little more serious, uh, but can I borrow some money and promise to pay you back, but not really mean it? Yeah, I give you twenty bucks. Oh, thanks, dude. Like, I appreciate that. You know, like put in the mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just my mail nephews it. were here a couple of weeks ago, it. and I have like I have like funny money downstairs. Yeah, so like it, it's like movie oh, like money, with I the think. like fake faces or like a no, no, no. It looks know. like legit money. It looks like hundred oh. like it stacks a hundred dollar bills and like wrappers nice. and everything. Yeah, um, but like there's like Chinese lettering or something on the back, mm. and there's something yeah. on the front to yeah, make yeah, it yeah. not. Um, but I was paying them that money to pick up the dog poop in the backyard. Um, the younger nephew took it. Like, he was in. The older nephew wanted no part of it. Like, he's That's ever seen funny. a $100 bill before. He didn't know what it looked yeah. like. <laughs> um, okay. These questions kind of stink, man. Um, I agree. I'm, not, I'm trying to make them good, but, you know, it's just uh, it's just not, not that great. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh Want to see who can drink more milk? That's one of the questions. <laughs> That's dumb. Um, uh, no, but when I was in high school, I took a, I don't know what it was called. Media Productions, I think is what it's called. It's like a film class. And yeah. I took it back-to-back semesters. I don't know if it was my senior year. I might have taken it again my senior year because it was like a throwaway yeah. class. Yeah. Easy A's. You got to film and you got to leave all the time. So like we go to mm. McDonald's because we're saying we're filming our video at McDonald's. That's awesome. Because uh, so all of our, our all of our videos had something to do with McDonald's because gave us excuse to <laughs> just leave constantly camp. getting McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. So every that's day funny. we just screwed around for an hour nice. and a half or however long our classes were and didn't really do anything. Okay, um, I do have but one. One of the videos we shot oh, was someone yeah. drinking a gallon of milk in the back parking lot. And just, bleh, like throw before up, throwing like, up or while throwing up. Throw up. Yeah. It was yeah. so gross. Yeah. We dude, when I was an RA in college, we did, I instituted that we should do the milk challenge as a dorm. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> dude, I got outside. We, at least, I hope. we had this. Yeah, it was outside, but the, the problem was there were probably a hundred college dudes outside all with, with their milk, own gallon of milk. Everybody oh had gosh. their own gallon. So at, we <laughs> all along the dorm, everybody was lined up and it was like, okay, three, two, one, go. And an air horn went because you had to drink it within a certain amount of time and then keep it down oh for a certain gosh. amount of time. So it was like five minutes to drink it and then you had to keep it down an hour to win. Um, I think the one who made it the longest was like 20 minutes. But dude, so just everybody chugging their gallon of whole milk. And then then in the landscape, whole milk. And then in the landscape, there was like these landscape rocks, like river rocks lining the edge of the dorm. And everybody was standing by those. (laughs) So everybody was just at some point turning and projectile puking milk into those rocks. And here's the thing that was the worst part of that whole idea. Dude, for the next, like, three weeks, it did not rain, and it smelled horrible. The whole dorm, like, all along the edge. Like, it was just really, really bad. It was really bad. Oh, that's miserable. Yeah. No, it's like... (laughs) That's... No, thank you. Yeah, seeing that vomit was so gross. There's so many stupid things we did in that class. And we filmed it all because we had cameras. So, like... 
we uh, <laughs> we set a uh, fire extinguisher off on a dude in the bathroom, like this <laughs> tiny little bathroom, and he like get rushed to the hospital because he like like because like those are poisonous. They're not good for you. Oh my gosh, dude! I and feel we, like, and we filmed it from like six different camera angles because there's like six different groups in there. <laughs> the teacher's like, "Okay, really good job capturing the angles. Yeah. Really bad job with the content." Um, yeah, I don't know if he ever knew. I don't really I know what like he did. You we have never so him. many. You have so many of those moments that end like with, and <laughs> they had to go to the hospital, and we yeah, had to tell their parents. We were and, part of. Oh, that yeah. You have a lot of yeah. those moments. It's like when I got a gun Dude. pulled on me, where you're like, uh, yeah. that was a dumb decision. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Hey, this is one random question. Not super funny, but it might be. But I was curious. Do you have any trashy TV shows that you enjoy watching, like The Bachelor trashy or TV anything shows? like that? Yeah, yeah. Do you watch no. any of that stuff? No. 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 Nope. No. Oh. Oh. I watch. So I'm watching right now. New Girl. Well, I'm going yeah, to bed. Solid. Except um, the last season. Like of those... All of them are really good except the last season. It's like The Office when you just like turn it on, but you're like half paying attention. Yeah. And then I'm also watching Entourage, going through Entourage again. Ooh, uh, nice. Which is a good show. I just started um, a new show on Amazon Prime called Alive, and they drop these dudes off at uh, these crazy like, crazy like rainforest islands outside of Vancouver. Um like in the ocean basically yeah and they just have to survive as long as they can like alone what? no contact with anybody else they film themselves and um huh. and the the person who lasts the longest gets five hundred thousand dollars dang pretty intense wow. but you yeah. don't know like if someone's lasted you I I kind of think like from I think when the person picks you up they're like you're the second to go home you're the fifth to go home you're the whatever but when you make the decision to go home you don't know where you are in the list exactly exactly yeah. you have no idea if you're <laughs> so it means I would stay out there forever just yeah like, this is how this is yeah. gonna work oh man I'm gonna win all this money but it's a good show I I would recommend it I watched uh, one and a half episodes last night and I'm a fan it's good. Huh. Yeah, I don't That's watch good. a lot of reality TV. I, don't, I really don't, I don't think either. I ever have. My wife uh, likes The Bachelorette, though, man. That's what I was asking mm, for, is because I've got, I've seen now chunks of a bunch of different episodes, lie. and I'm like, that don't is lie. just your, such your trash. Your wife just sent me pictures of you with your popcorn, <laughs> all cross legs, sitting on the couch, completely engaged in the episode. Nails painted. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. Glass of rose. Yeah. It's a right. good Tuesday night, you know? Oh, you even know what night's, at night it's on. <laughs> I do because that's um, the night I, the I night. rock I my daughter to sleep so that Jana can watch, she uh, can watch Bachelorette. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, like I used to watch Real World. <laughs> Jana back just in the said, day. "Haters like, gonna hate." You love the drama. <laughs> <laughs> she texted me. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I used to watch Real World back in the day, <laughs> and then nice. there was a small stint of. What's that one where they like just have cameras all over the house and they're like living in this like fake looking house? Oh, Brotherhood big brother? or Big Brother? Big yeah, brother? Yeah. yeah. My yeah. mom used to watch that. She might still. I don't know if it's on TV, but that was all. That was about it for me. Yeah. Uh, hey, Andrew, before we get hmm. into the conversation for today, hmm. what's your most embarrassing moment or story? My most embarrassing moment or story. Mm -hmm. Man, I told that story on a previous episode. The one time I think I might have been most embarrassed in my life was when I pulled the fire alarm in sixth grade. Um, and everybody knew I did it. And it was a 100% oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. accident, but nobody believed me. I was so embarrassed and terrified. I was like, I'm going to get kicked out of school. Like, I'm going to be That's the funny. police are going to come. Like, all of this stuff. That was just one moment where I was just so mortified at what had happened. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody believes me. This was, was it like your backpack or something that like grabbed it. It was my stupid like that zip up like three ring binder thing, oh, like the yeah, zip yeah, yeah. binder. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. zipper literally got stuck in the handle, and when I That's moved weird. it down, because there was a pretty girl coming through the doorway, so I was like, oh, go ahead. And I moved it down, and then oh, that's ding, funny. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. What about what about did, you, did man? Any ink, you? Did any ink come out? 
no ink. I think that no. that fire alarm must have been pulled a bunch of times before. <laughs> I guess. It's one of those like yeah. it's those things of like man, if kids could just figure out some things that just don't really matter. Like you pulling a fire alarm, let's be honest, not that big of a deal. Yeah. But to you, it's terrifying. Like In how powerful moment, a child dude. could be when they realize it doesn't matter. <laughs> like how terrifying <laughs> is that kid when he like comes that realization of like, it's oh, I can do almost anything. It doesn't really actually matter. I can matter. do whatever I want. I'm yeah. in seventh grade. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully my children are like that. That'd be a bad day. Yeah. Um, uh, my yeah, most embarrassing be. moment. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Probably in probably in middle school. Let's be honest. That's probably your most embarrassing time in general. Hmm. Um, it's a hard question on the spot, to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure I did I something more embarrassing. I wet, but I wet my pants in like second grade hmm. out of protest to my <laughs> teacher, and then I realized what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> So that, was a, that was a pretty embarrassing moment. We were like, oh, shoot. Uh, Dude, I was watching Impractical Jokers the other night. And then we yeah. can get moving on this conversation, Ooh, but it was a really show. a funny moment. The punishment was that Sal got put in an escape room with a bunch of random yeah. people. And he had, and he was wearing khakis and he had to wet himself and then continue the escape room. He couldn't leave until they like got out. So... <laughs> And just, like, play it so, off like nothing happened? He just tried to downplay it, like, uh, basically oh saying, gosh. like, you guys, I really got to go to the bathroom. Like, is, can I can I leave for just a minute? You know? And then he just... Oh, my pee- gosh. I don't think I'd be able to do that. Yeah. Like, bad. on command? I don't, I don't know. I don't think my body would be like, yep, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think it'd let me pee. <laughs> That's a funny moment, though. It was bad. For everybody else in the room, you're just like... Dude. And then he, but then he had to spend like another 40 minutes with them because they, <laughs> he kept the, the rest of the punishment was that they, he had to keep trying to get involved in solving stuff. And everybody's just like, dude, get away from me. <laughs> They're in a tiny room. You know, it was great. Oh, it was That's good. funny. It was really good. Uh, I still want to make an escape room. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. Yes. To figure out. Dude, this episode is that we are being called, or is we're calling it Calm as a Cucumber. Tell me why. What are we doing here, bro? I don't know why you named it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, tell me about our subject today. That's all I was meaning. Not tell me why well, I thought to name we're this. Finally, we're finally but, to the part of, of 1 Corinthians 13 uh, yes. that love is slow. To anger. So if you don't know, if you're just catching up for the very first time, um, we're kind of in this se- season of, of relationship. So we think because, you know, God has called us to be in great relationship with himself and great relationship with one another, as we see in the great commandment, commandments, um, and we're just kind of play that out. And we decided, well, what's the better way to play this out in terms of relationships with one another than to love one another well? And how do we love one another well? Right, right. First Corinthians 13. Oh. And that's simply love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it's not proud, it does not dishonor others, it's not self-seeking, it's not easily angered. Keeps mm-hmm. no records of wrong, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth, always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. So love is not easily angered. And I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. we're in a, an election season. Well, we're at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, like... I was on Facebook last night and somebody posted something about Biden that didn't even vote for Biden. They're pretty <laughs> or sorry, didn't even vote for Trump. Uh, oh. He voted for a third party candidate because he didn't like either of the two candidates. And like, dude was jumped on in like no time. Um, Dang. And you're just like, man, like one probably should never post those kinds of things on the Internet. <laughs> you're just asking for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two, like it's that whole concept of like in Trump supporters do the same thing. Um, once you've kind of decided what camp you're in, um, then you have to defend that decision, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's Mm -hmm. how you feel of like, I have to defend my decision constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and I think this is where people struggled with Trump. Um, even probably even now of his behavior, though I agreed with a lot of his policy, he spent a lot of money. I don't agree with that, but um, lots of his policies I agreed with. I didn't agree with his behavior. And 
a lot of people couldn't disconnect those two. Like, right. if I'm voting for this guy, I'm voting for everything about him, his right. character and all those things. Um, yeah. Oh, I just hit my microphone. Sorry. Right. Um, and it's the same now with, with Biden, though. These individuals mm-hmm. that have, have voted for him and supported him are now going to defend him at all costs, yeah. um, even to the point of illogical, 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 illogical. arguments. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah just to make just to win the argument and just like is it really worth it yeah. like it's like who cares yeah. sure i voted for trump <laughs> trump didn't win well at least that's what the news is telling us yes <laughs> we'll see we'll see i don't what happens listen, and i'm listen. not saying it's gonna go that way let's be honest you can't come back from from a president <sighs> being projected like civil war happens you come back from that right 50 like, I don't 50 know. Hey, okay. All I'll say is that in 2000, uh, they projected that Gore won, uh, and oh, they they, did? they had it as Gore winning for like a, a month until Bush won. So you never know. But if Biden wins, we might get to see a president poop his pants on TV. Um, so that could be cool. Um, <laughs> no, we're gonna see the first woman 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 president. Yeah, but not that's just six, vice president. That's like six months after he accepts. You know? No, that, I told you this before Kamala we got Harris. on. We're getting super political. We don't mean anything by it. Don't get pissed Sorry, off friend. at us. This is the yeah. episode about anger. Yeah, uh, don't get bad. But I told you this is how it's gonna play out. He's gonna get sworn in. Um, and at inauguration day, he just took his hand off the Bible. He's going to take mm-hmm. a paper out of his his coat, which is article. Is it twenty four? What's what's Something where he transfer twenty four twenty five? Whatever, which one it is, uh, and he's going to sign it over and hand it to Carmela. <laughs> mm, dude, it uh, yes, it could happen. But okay, let, uh, wrapping up politics for the moment because come on we're talking about not being easily angered we're probably going to go back to that in a little bit but um i feel like we're in this we we are in this weird outrage culture right now where like you say something that that goes against the tenets of what like my stated beliefs are like and and the socially accepted thing is that i should just like totally shame you or call you the worst name yep. I can think of or yep. I don't know or isolate or or tell everybody just take a clip of what you you shared and share it out and say what a bigot you know like or yeah. whatever like it's like this outrage of like it's good to be outraged or like there's merit yeah. in being outraged well it's so not only like, that it's if you're yeah. not outraged you're in the wrong yeah yeah. Like it's that methodology or that it's ide- ideology. totally bonkers in my opinion. And it's not healthy for our culture. And it's definitely yeah. not what Jesus modeled. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's not, it doesn't, there's like not I, much space I, for that. I understand the there's things in the world that, that create outrage inside of you. I get that. Like mm-hmm. things that happen. There's definitely triggers for me that when I read about those things, like I'm, I'm pissed automatically. Yeah. Um, but it's it's what you do with that anger, and there's righteous anger as well. Like we're not saying all anger is bad. Like Jesus was clear. Um, there's a like n- not anger is okay. Anger is not the issue, but anger leads to issues. Yeah. Um, like anger leads to sin essentially. So we have to get really slow to it. And you know we only have one example of Jesus um, becoming angry and. I don't have the reference off the top of my head, but it's going to be in the Gospels because Jesus. Well, it's where is in it's, the Gospels. and in this example, uh, people were using the temple to profit, like selling birds, selling all kinds of things inside the prof- the the temple. So Jesus went and flipped tables and drove them out, like a BA. Uh, Mark Mark three one through six. I just I just typed in angry Jesus verses. <laughs> <laughs> Show me that anger, Jesus. Yeah. Only uh, only time we really saw Jesus get angry. Uh even yeah. when his ear was cut off, dude didn't mm-hmm. get angry. Mm-hmm. Um So here's the one moment he felt I would assume I don't think it exactly says what he said was wrong, but we're assuming by his actions. Uh, how they were treating God's God's holy place, God's presence at that time, the temple, um, is what pissed him off and got angry over it. But the important part of this is um, it wasn't anger that, like, it wasn't anger that stemmed from his emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, like, sure, it probably triggered something, you know, him being fully human. Um, yeah. But it, 
but he took his time to get angry. Like so much so yeah. that he he made a whip. So like I don't know <laughs> yeah, if you've ever made that's a whip. A good point. It yeah, takes some time no. to make a whip. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like you just you just grab some some leather and you got a whip. Like you got to it takes a little bit of time to put it together. So <laughs> he good, made a whip. He I've didn't just grab one. That. He made one. Wow. And then he started whipping people with it, which is <laughs> freaking sweet. Dude, <laughs> Plenty of people I want to whip in, with a whip. What an intimidating weapon choice, you know? Like, <laughs> Jesus, just use that big stick. Nope. I'm going to sit here and make this whip, and then I'm going to use it well, on you. Not only that, like, <laughs> let's dig into this even further. And this isn't, there's no theology in this. So we're just, I'm just talking. Yeah. But, like, why a whip? Like, yeah. why, not a, why not a sword? Why not a big stick, like you said? Why right. not... Um, Rocks. Why was he chucking rocks at people? Right. Um, well, I think because a whip isn't isn't life threatening. You're not going to be killed by a whip. It's not a thing. It's going to hurt uh, though. It's going to hurt. You're going you're to move out of the way. Quick. But there's an intentionality of like, yeah, it's it's hurt. Yeah. It makes loud noises, but it's not actually damaging. Right. Like you're going to have a sting on your arm, maybe a bruise, but it's going to go away. Yeah. You start beating people with a stick. It's a good chance you're gonna cause damage. Things could go. You start chucking rocks. Yeah. You start yeah. waving a sword around. Uh-huh. Like things are gonna happen. Um, yeah. So like, there's even intentionality from that perspective that we could even look at it and say, oh, like, look what. You, so the point is, anger is not bad, but anger shouldn't be your first emotion you're going mm-hmm. to. I think that's when you're yeah. in the wrong. Um, no matter yeah. what the topic is, and we all know our triggers, right? There's certain things when they're talked about. I get pissed really fast. Um, yeah. How do I avoid those things? I guess is is our question. So, okay, something uh, just before we dive in a little bit more, a cool example of not being easily angered. So somebody that um, maybe still listens to the show, hopefully she does, but she was in youth group uh, when we were kind of leaders of youth group um, together uh, at our old church. Anyway, um, she shared on Instagram recently that she had this um, flight where uh, – a lady was kind of right behind her in the row right behind her and was just talking really, really loudly and saying a lot of things about abortion that she disagreed with and saying a lot of things like it's crazy or it's so effed up that men think they have any say in abortion and all this stuff, you know, things that were just like really inflammatory if you didn't believe them to be true. And, uh, and her friend said that kind of everybody around her was just like shaking their heads, like thinking that lady was crazy in a lot of ways but um she didn't say anything in the moment she just let it go she's like i'm not going to change minds i'm the only reason i'd say anything was kind of just to fight honestly or make her feel like we not everybody disagrees with you but then uh our friend goes on tiktok and shares kind of an argument of that you know argument as a straw man got over a million views um, and, and she wasn't like hating on the person that was saying that on the airplane. She was just given like both sides of the argument in a pretty yeah. fair way. And dude, yeah, literally got over a million views. And I was just thinking wow. about that and I'm like, wow, how cool is that, that she chose not to get easily angered in that moment and then turned it around into something that at least made a lot of people think, you know, or a lot of yeah. people maybe reconsider or, or think about it of like, oh, yeah, I can have this conversation without screaming, you know, or digitally yeah. screaming. So it was just kind of cool of like, wow, you chose to hold your anger and God did something cool with that, you know, used it for good yeah. rather than for evil. So no, it's awesome. kind of cool example. Yeah. And the reality is like, <laughs> when have you ever won an argument when you were angry? Yeah. Right. Like the second anger enters the picture, like all logic's out of out the window. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't win when you're angry. <laughs> sorry, I'm just reading your. We have a chat feature in the app that we use, and he was telling me who he's talking about, which I figured out as no, you were it's talking. All good. But it's all good. It says new message from decisive. What's your name? Arpagator. Arp. Arpagator? It just no randomly idea. assigns us names if we don't write one in, and that's his <laughs> yeah. name today. Decisive Arpagator, Decisive whatever Arpagator is. Whatever that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, like, the second you get angry, frustrated, like, you're not mm-hmm. going to think straight. Like, that's the reality of it. You're like, mm-hmm. you've you've already lost. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Is it, The question becomes, is it worth it? And then the other question yeah. is, how do I control it? 
Like yeah. anger is such a um, overpowering emotion. Mm-hmm. Like how do I – when I start to feel that coming on, like how do I overcome it? Like how do I make sure I'm slow to anger and not allowing myself just to yeah. jump there? Because you know the people that jump there constantly, right? Yeah. They're people you don't want to be around. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're no fun. They're they're not enjoyable. Um, I don't know if you ever work for an angry leader, but man, is that miserable. Hmm. Um, like it's just not worth it. Like um, like I don't want to put myself in those situations because that's the, the – the um the uh what's the word bible uh, the bible <laughs> the bible says no the, the bible just, says yeah just the enjoyment of life is sucked oh, out yeah. of the room yeah. so quickly it's just not yeah. worth it um so it, you don't want to be one of those people maybe you're sitting mm-hmm. there and you are one of those people like anger is your emotion and mm-hmm. if if i like had a prominent emotion in my life it's probably anger um it's the emotion <laughs> i know the best um oh. Not because I get angry often, but because I'm just not that emotional of a person, so I don't really recognize the other emotions. <laughs> Maybe my EQ is really low, except for anger. I don't, I don't know, think but, so. Um, so there's that piece yeah. where you like, if that's where you're at, you're constantly coming back to anger. Like, how do you, how do you slow it down? How do you make sure that's not your first emotion yeah. um, that presents itself when I when you find yourself in a disagreement or conflict over something? Yeah. Um, like, how do you take the the example of, of, you know, the, the individual that you, know, you just shared about mm-hmm. um, rather than. Um, well, it's a, it's a choice that you don't necessarily make in the moment, right? Like you were saying, like even well, down good. into that, that example of like choosing to make a whip, you know, rather than pick up a baseball bat or a gun or a rock or yeah. whatever. It's like, no, I, I'm going to be angry, but I am angry about this. I'm going to be angry about it later. So I'm going to take my time on it to to act in a specific way, not just yeah. an outburst, you know. Yeah. Um, but but you don't make that decision in the moment. Like if you're just living moment to moment, like well, I may I may boil over any second. Then then you inevitably are going to at some point, you yeah. know. Um, but if you're walking through life saying no, I'm going to live more like the the James verse that we'll we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, then then basically I'm making that choice in advance that I'm not just going to have a fuse blow out, you know, and, and say, well, my anger is justified. I can do whatever I want. Um, okay. Back to politics, dude, the riots, burning cities down, like breaking business windows, all of that. Um, that's not happening. <laughs> you don't watch the news. Yeah, that's not happening at all. It's only, uh, it's only in your imagination, but like, you yeah. know, what is that, man? How How is that acceptable at all that we're just like, well, that's the consequence of something happen, happening politically you don't like or something happening with the police department you don't like or whatever. It's like that's not an acceptable response to just say, well, I'm going to go burn something down. I'm going to go hurt somebody. <laughs> I'm going to go break something. It's like that's – yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's well, frustrating. It's the, it's we the live whole in a thing moment of like... where anger's cool, I guess. No, it is. It is cool. Like, it, as long as it's righteous anger, I have free reign to do whatever I want with it. Is essentially our culture today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, deemed as long as it's righteous, righteous yeah, yeah, deemed righteous anger, and we can argue either side of the political spectrum of whether it's yeah. righteous or not. Um, but like, if it's righteous anger, or deemed righteous, then I can do whatever I want. Like, it, mm-hmm. it gives me free reign, and that's that's opposite of of who Jesus called us to be. One hundred percent opposite of who Jesus called us to be. Like. You're never going to see me post a political article, a political statement, yeah. anything that's ex- going to be divisive except for gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gospel can be divisive. You're telling people that they're sinners right. in need of a savior. Like that's divisive. Yeah. A um, bit. So other than that, on, on any social media platform or for that matter, any platform that's going to be public. Yeah. Not going to go down those roads. It's not worth yeah. it. And. And I know a lot of people disagree and do the opposite of that. There's been plenty of times I've read a post. I'm like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. I'm getting in on this one and have to stop myself. Um, Dude, I've deleted a just, lot of comments where I'm just – I have yeah. that moment of, yeah. no, this is going to destroy a relationship. And it's yeah. not going to change their mind. And I'm posting yeah. it because I want them to feel bad. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, and I want everyone to see delete, that they backspace, feel bad. delete, right? delete, delete, close. Yeah. I'm done. Yep. Not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Shut it down. But yeah. no, like that's that's normal emotion to want, essentially to some extent, maybe you're wanting revenge. 
Hmm. Um, like that's what you're doing. You're like, you're saying this to your sphere of influence. That's not okay. I have to correct it. Um, mm-hmm. And as long as I feel righteous about it, we, we see this a variety of different ways. Remove the political spectrum. We mm-hmm. see this in our own lives that um, if we feel righteous about it, then we get to do whatever we want mm-hmm. in the midst of that. Um, and I think that's the opposite of what, what Jesus is, is calling us to. And, you know, mm-hmm. you quoted the James, or you, you mentioned the James verse. Let me read this, but this mm-hmm. is James chapter one. And um, towards the end of James chapter one, he gets in kind of this, this um, conversation of kind of how do we act? Like, how do we, how do we actually respond to each other? And he says, my dear brothers and sisters, this is the NIV, I think. Yeah. Uh, dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to slow become, to become angry, angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Mm-hmm. So it's, Ouch. it's, so <laughs> here's, here's what, here's what God's saying. Hey, Jesus did this uh, in the temple, but Jesus, being fully man, fully God, had full ability to do this. Mm-hmm. You, on the other hand, your <laughs> anger is not going to read, lead to any form of righteousness yeah. uh, that God desires. So, But he also recognizes anger is a normal human condition. Yeah. It's normal to get angry. Um, so he's not saying all anger is sin. He's not calling it sin. He's telling you it's not going to lead to anywhere good. Yeah. Uh, but I get you're a human. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So avoid it happening as long as you possibly can. Yeah. And the, helpful and the question thing becomes, is how do you he do says, he, And the helpful thing is the, the answer is kind of baked into the statement where he yep. says yep. everybody should become quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry. And yep. you only become slow to become angry if you're quick to listen and you're careful with your words, slow to speak. Yep. I had a... Yep. Uh, my last boss, she um, she was great, and she told me that when she was a little kid, her uh, her grandpa told her this like would always say this to her and and her siblings and all of that of like w- when you're about to say something and you're mad, you should imagine that you're a giraffe so that you have a really long neck because those <laughs> words are going to go all the way up your neck before they come out of your mouth, so you have a minute huh. to think about it before you say it. And I've just always liked that good. image, you know, of like, I just need to take a moment and actually think about it and visually imagine that my words take a minute to come up my throat before coming good. out of my mouth. Um, because, man, I don't know about you, Josh, but um, I'm not always the slowest to speak and I'm not always the slowest to become angry. And every yep. time I find myself being way too quick to speak or too quick to become angry, I deeply regret it. <laughs> And it hurts relationships. It hurts me. Um, From being honest, it's it's normally um, directed at my wife that I have to go back and really apologize and kind of atone for of using my words poorly. So this is like a life lesson in a single verse: become slow to or quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And uh, dude, that is easy to say and hard to do for me. At least. Well, I think it's hard for for a lot of us. Yeah. A lot of us. And I, I think it's even like um, quick to listen is difficult for me. Slow to speak I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but slow to show my emotions that I'm pissed, very difficult for me to do. Yeah. So like, sure, I might not be verbally saying anything, uh, but my emotions are saying, F you, it's on. <laughs> There's a couple cues, uh, right? So there's there's yeah. that piece of it too of like can I can I hold can control and hold my emotions in in the moment as much as I want to attack as much as I want to let the anger out as much as I want to correct um, however however it presents itself as much as I want to mm-hmm. do those things um, can I hold that in um, yeah. give it a little bit more time to process so I don't end up one destroying relationship like really that's yeah. that's that's the issue at hand, right? Like, this is why Paul said, like, love is not easily angered. Like, you've got to show a high level of grace. You have to show a high level of of uh, um, compassion, mm-hmm. um, if not empathy, to understand their position of kind of where they're at. Um, because the other part is, like, you may be righteous in it, in, in your position against whatever they're doing. Yeah. 
but can you have empathy to understand where they're at and why they're mm-hmm. at that place? Right. Yeah. Like, I think that's where, where love and, and unity start to live. Yeah. Like I may disagree with a lot of policies and stances and methodologies going back to the polit- political realm of, you know, a, a different party um, mm-hmm. than the party I typically align with. Um, but can I see how they got there? Mm-hmm. And if I can't see how they got there, then I'm probably not in a position of love. Yeah. I'm probably not caring for them as an individual yeah. um, because I, I don't want to take the time to even learn. Right. Hey, how right. did you get to this? So I, I think there's that piece of it of like um, when I find myself in an argument about something, um, can there be a conversation instead of jumping to emotion as much as I want to of just asking yeah. questions? And there's a way to ask questions to understand a way to ask questions that are freaking daggers right totally like yep. i can yep. i can ask you a leading question yeah. uh, and i can ask you a question where i'm tr- i'm genuinely just trying to mm-hmm. understand your position yeah. and even share like say you and me are having an argument about something mm-hmm. um it, you know and i'm getting pissed like it's boiling up i can feel it i'm i don't think we've ever had this conversation but i'm, I'm feeling it i'm getting angry <clears throat> yeah um and i can even tell you hey like I, i'm getting pretty frustrated by what you're saying, like I can feel it inside of me, mm-hmm. um, but I care about you and I want to understand how you got here. Um, so can you just can you lay it out for me again, mm-hmm. in a, maybe in a different way, so I can at least we may we may not come to conclusion on agreeing. That's fine, yeah. but I just want to understand how you got here um, and share that yeah, I'm pretty angry right now. Like I can feel it inside of yeah. me; it's boiling yeah. up. But I value you. As a person, like I've had, you know, I, you and I have have a have, have a buddy we travel across the country with. Um, I just say it that way, that so you know who I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah. Um, and there's been plenty of times that we've had conversations that were heated um, because we don't agree on some certain things. Uh-huh. Um, but can we have the conversation, even though it may be um, a little more lively? Yeah. than our normal conversations. Yeah. Um, can we still have that conversation and try to understand each other mm-hmm. um, than trying to convince each other of our position, right? Yeah. Like, even if yeah. your ultimate goal, I'm, I want to convince you of my position. Like, that's my mm-hmm. ultimate goal. Well, I can't do that effectively no. if I don't understand your position because I can't get you from A to B, no. right? Like, so even from an argument standpoint yeah. to win, it makes more sense to understand yeah. your opponent uh, yeah. <laughs> you're having conflict with just to win, let yeah. alone... To live in a godly, uh, human person honoring way. Yeah. hundred percent. So Josh, I'm going to, as you were saying that, I, at the end of you saying that I was thinking like, how do I respond to that? Because that all makes sense. And in my mind, I, man, I'm all about how do we make things practical? So, um, I'm going to say my thoughts on like, what does it mean to listen because it says we should be quick to listen um, mm-hmm. and slow to speak. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe this will add something or, or you, I don't know, whatever you think about it, fill it in. But like listening, um, there's such a difference between just hearing things through your ears <laughs> and, and reacting um, and actually listening to people. Um, yeah. And it's a hard skill because like you were saying, you you can ask questions that are just leading um, so that when people say the wrong thing and you say, oh, there's my cue, gotcha, yeah. you know, um, or you can ask questions and genuinely be curious about the answer and, and listen. And I think one way that I catch myself or one check for me is when I am listening to someone speak, I try really hard not to be thinking as they're speaking about what am I going to say next? What's my next point? What's, how do I respond to that? What do I do? Not even how do I respond? Just what's my next point? How do I sound smart? What am I going to say? Are they done talking yet? seems like they've been talking for a while. (laughs) Like I, when I'm listening, I really just I feel like these are all the emotions and thoughts you have when we're on the podcast together. I just feel like (laughs) you're trying to bring something up and uh, just a really just right a now. really roundabout kind of way so <laughs> by that i mean <laughs> we should uh, you know i want our podcast to be five minutes in length and you drag it out to an hour so i don't know <laughs> just hey, we're pretty kidding. good we're trying to keep uh, it under the other mark we've been yeah all right we're, we're pretty close i'm proud of us um but i don't know practically listening 
I don't know if you ever have those thoughts of like, am I actually listening or not? And for me, when I'm thinking about that, I try to just be like, okay, quit thinking about what I'm going to say and actually listen and respond to what they said. You know, ask a question about what they said or follow up or whatever. Um, See, most of the time, I don't even hear what you're saying in general. (laughs) Like most people, I just... Like right now, you I'm, have no argu- idea what I'm arguing in my head with myself about the conversation, <laughs> and you're not even a part of it. I'm just Dude, spewing out. You should be quick to listen. That's all I'm going to say about that. No, no, I'm listening and just listening to myself. Um, <laughs> That's you should... funny. No, yeah. like my my problem is I'm an internal processor. Mm. Um, uh, some things I'm external on, but in in general, I'm an internal processor. So I'm processing as someone else is talking uh, where I stand on whatever they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So like like you're saying, like that's a great practice to have. I don't do it well <laughs> in general. I don't do it well um, either. That's just yeah. what I try to do. That's what yeah. I want to do. Yeah. 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 Um, and even like processing, oh, what's my next question to ask? Like I'm thinking about all of those things. Um, mm-hmm. I spend probably more time in my head than I realize, mm-hmm. um, even in conversations with people. Uh, but I also like try to anticipate and maybe this goes back to insecurities of my, my own of, I don't think I'm smart enough yeah. is an insecurity that, that plays in my head or, or whatever. Um, and, uh, so I think there's a piece of that is one of the reasons I don't listen well, uh, at times is because I don't feel I'm trying to process as quick as I possibly can to come up to my own answers mm-hmm. or have conversation or whatever the issue is. So that's why I'm not listening to you. Um, I'm not saying any of this is right. I'm just saying, Hey, there's, this is how some people function and yeah. think. So I get it. Um, listening, it can be difficult, but, um, but I, I think taking that, that time to slow down and, and to at least just take in all the information of like, Hey, I just want to hear yeah. this person share whatever they think in this moment. And I just want to understand it rather than. I want to, and maybe that's the posture for me that I'd have to take is like, Hey, I just want to understand your thinking. Um, yeah. hopefully that's not condescending in the way that you say it. I don't know. But, um, and if that's the posture I'm taking, I'm not trying to convince you of my way though. There's most of the time, 98, 99% of the time I want to convince you of my way. It's, Hey, no, I just want to understand. Yeah. So it's telling yourself in your head of no, 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 understand, understand, understand. Um, yeah, I'm one of those guys that like, I'm like my dad. Like I have a really long fuse. Um, mm-hmm. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, and then one day it just all comes out and it's ugly. And it's not, it's you not a good day for a long yeah. time. Anger yeah. is, is going to come at you and now you're going to feel my wrath. Um, but I'll take it for a while. Um, probably not good. Probably a bad trade. I learned from my dad. You probably have to talk about it way before you let it out. <laughs> I love my father, but, uh, I, I think that's a piece of, mm-hmm. uh, that's just not helpful. Like I think when you're wronged or you feel like you should share it, you know, as we said yeah. earlier, like, Hey, what you're sharing is, is, is really pissing me off. Um, yeah. I don't want to be angry. I know that's not helpful to our conversation. I just yeah. want to understand where you're coming from. So and can I ask you questions? And understand? even if that catches somebody by surprise, that's so much better than oh, just well. blowing up on them, you know? Uh, later is saving it up for six weeks. Like it's so much better to say, Hey, you're actually kind of pissing me off right now. Here's why. And can you unpack your thinking? Cause, cause I might be wrong, you know, but I just want you to know Mm -hmm. you're kind of making me mad. That's way better than just Mm -hmm. flipping the table and whatever, you know? Um, And you're not saying in the pieces, like you're not saying you're making me mad as a, as a tool to win the argument. No. Right. Like no. I'm justified. I'm it's mad just being honest. Um, and I'm justified. No, I just, it's just saying, Hey, this is how I'm feeling has yeah. really nothing to do with you or maybe it does, but it doesn't at the same time. This is me. I just want you to know how I'm, how I'm yeah. taking this right now because I need you to be, I need you to be aware of it so we can actually have a conversation yeah. or it might come out in un- mm-hmm. unhealthy ways. And I want to be slow to anger. Exactly. Exactly. It's uh yeah, man, it's important to be able to listen. Which I think is probably attractive, and, and, yeah. right? Yeah. To some extent. Like, if someone said that to me, you're like, oh. Like, it'd throw me off for a second. Yeah. And you'd be like, is this a tactic? Is he trying to play me? <laughs> um, that'd be my first thought. Uh, 
But after you realize, no, it's genuine, like he's just sharing or she's just sharing how she feels, right. um, then that's like, that's fair. Like, yeah. I, I think there's a part of that. Like, no, I, I have more respect for you now because because you shared that and you're willing to share that in the midst right. of our argument. Um, right. Yeah. yeah don't man. use it as a tool to win or to make someone no. feel bad or that's. Yeah. That's manipulation. That's a yeah. whole nother ball be, game. Don't be manipulative. Um, that's no. Yeah, don't that's be a not turd. Cool. Don't be <laughs> a turd, episode, as we said. Yes, um, as some have said. Um, yeah, man. But it's it's not being easily anchored, and I think it really does. Like you put the the first James one nineteen uh, verse in there, and I do think that's a great answer to not being easily anchored is being quick yeah. to listen and slow to speak. Because if you're cl- those two things, then you can be slow to become angry. But I yep. really think you got to choose it in advance. You got to choose to practice it. And we're not That's perfect. Good. You're not going to be like 100% all the time. But if you're trying to be slow to slow to speak and you're trying to be quick to listen, um, and by quick to listen, that, that maybe just sounds weird, but you want to listen to what other people have to say yeah. and you're willing to it's take a whole idea of like, you know quick to listen essentially just means let listening be your first po- your first posture yeah yeah be humble like, that comes before i say <laughs> be humble something. in conversation yeah yep, yeah. yep. No, which that's good. and i don't think that's natural. a concept yeah i don't think that's a concept we've talked before about on the podcast maybe we have i don't i don't remember i don't but, know but so much of our behavior is reactionary in the moment mm-hmm. um, we're not even talking about just anger we're just talking about everything in general it's so reactionary in the moment because we haven't taken the time to decide or figure out how we're going to react when the situation shows up so like here's anger um Mm -hmm. well anger is a reactionary emotion like most people don't like build it up and plan to be angry like it's just not how like it just comes out of us it's like it's hello i'm here um like it's it's that piece of it so like what decisions you can make before you get there. So it's like, well, I don't want anger to be my first emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, So if I find myself in that situation, I'm going to do one, two, and three. I'm going to make sure I'm slowing down enough to listen. Um, I'm making sure that listening is my first posture. Uh, um, If I'm getting really angry with somebody, um, I'm going to tell them I'm getting angry with them, not for the sake of control or manipulation or to win, but to just help them understand, Hey, this is where I'm at, but I really want to understand you and where you're at. Um, but I need, I just need you to know, like I'm, I'm fighting, like I'm mm-hmm. fighting an internal battle right now and I, and I don't want to be, but I am. Um, and then third is I'm going to take my time to actually share my thoughts on the situation. Yeah. Um, you should share them. I think it's important to share them. I think that's how conversation relationship, all that, those things happen. Mm-hmm. They have to be shared. Um, but you have to take your time to get to those things. Kind of like Andrew said of like, um, you know, you're the giraffe. Uh, how long is it like, take some neck. time to get it from yep. from yeah um but i'm pretty sure on a giraffe their voice box is right at their mouth and not yeah. down their throat yeah. but that's fine it's still a good uh, we, image. Won't, we won't dissect or take apart you know take apart his his illustration um <laughs> uh, but there's so many of those things in our life in general like we could go through all of these things yeah. love is love is patient love is kind well i'm going to choose to be kind um, when I don't want to be kind, what's 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 kind of the things that come out of me? What are the thoughts that I'm, I'm thinking? What are the feelings I'm thinking? Mm-hmm. What is my behavior? Um, and then how do I counterbalance that? Yeah. Um, so many of these things are, are coming back to that. No, no. When I interact with people, I'm going to look for an opportunity to love them well. Yeah. Um, everybody I interact, whether it's the person I'm picking up my groceries from at King Supers, my neighbor, you know, my my spouse, my, my coworker, whoever happens to be, when I enter enter into conversation relationship with that individual, I'm going to choose to love them. Well, that's my posture Mm -hmm. because Jesus told me I should love them. Well, um, Jesus said, um, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. I don't know about you, but I love myself a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. so loving them a lot is, is kind of the standard. Um, and yeah. so much of our behavior would change if we made the decisions ahead of time. This is how I'm going to react to these types of situations. Yeah. Right. Like, so I'll give you an example. Um, and this may not come as a surprise as you listen to our podcast and we are called this Jesus life podcast. Mm-hmm. And I would think Jesus is on our side of this. Um, but abortion is a trigger for me, mm-hmm. and especially in election season me too. when it comes up. Oh my gosh, does it pull so much out of me yeah. um, that I'm just like, mm, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to tell you how much this is wrong. I don't understand how you got to your position because it's stupid. Like that, that's the emotion that comes out of me. If you've had an abortion, I'm not condemning you. I, I, I can understand how you got there and made those decisions. I've taken the time to get to that place. I, 
I'm not. Please hear me on that. This I love is you. just an issue where you're quick to anger is maybe mm-hmm. what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. so I've made the decision when that conversation comes up, I'm going to shut up. Mm. That's my posture. Mm. Like you can say whatever you want. You can think I agree with you or disagree with you. I'm not going to enter into the conversation. It's good, man. Yeah. Because it's just it. Because I can't enter the conversation in a logical, helpful fashion. It's going to be destructive and it's going to be very um, aggressive. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I've chosen, I'm not going to say anything, whether that's face to face, whether that's now, if you come to me in your, uh, you're like, Josh, you know, I'm just really struggling with this. I'm pregnant and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with this baby. I'm going to share my opinion that. in that moment. Yeah. And you yeah, offer 100%. Help support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it's a conversation about the topic on whether it's okay or not, mm-hmm. like it's just a general conversation. Someone's not trying to make a decision. It's a general conversation. I'm out. I'm not entering into it. That's the decision I've made ahead of time before mm-hmm. I go into it. There's plenty of times I see it on, on Facebook and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, here we go. Uh, there's plenty <laughs> of times, even in conversation, I want to jump yeah. into it. Yeah. But I've decided the best posture for me to take, because I don't, I know I'm only going to cause harm, yeah. um, is to shut up. Yeah. And, and what you were saying earlier, where you were talking about how we react so much in our life, like... I think maybe that's the normal. One beautiful thing about the Bible is if you spend time reading it and thinking about it and questioning it and memorizing it, all of that, um, it gives us a roadmap of how to not just be reactive, but to to make these decisions in advance, you know, led by the Holy Spirit. I'm sure you were in that that choice of, I'm just not going to engage in this conversation in the moment. I'm going to listen and and then I, I can speak if it makes sense to speak, but I'm not going to come in guns blazing with facts and, and whatnot, because yeah. I think so much of that, like abortion is a is a thing that breaks my heart, if I'm being honest, and makes me, mm-hmm. um, fills me with emotion. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. anger, sometimes I just feel sad, sometimes mm-hmm. helpless, all of it. There's There's mm-hmm. a lot of different stuff in there, but... There's a lot of statistics about abortion. There's a lot of statistics about all the things that are the political hot button issues. Um, But the reality is when you're having that conversation with a person or a couple people, you're not having that conversation with statistics (laughs) and you throwing out the, the standard or the, you know, numbers of abortions in 2018 among 300 million people in the U S that's not helpful to the person you're talking to, you know? And it's like you, you make that decision of in advance of, I'm just going to either be quick to listen and slow to speak, or I'm going to be quick to listen and not speak. Um, and I'm not going to be, because I know I'm going to become angry. You know, that's, that's a wise choice, whatever, whatever you're doing. But the Bible gives us a roadmap to make these decisions before you're in the moment where you have to make a decision, you know, like it's, that's a beautiful thing about it. Um, and we'll say it this way. I'm like, I'm always, <laughs> this is just a, maybe a pet peeve of mine in this, and I'm not trying to correct you, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, I'm just sharing my mm-hmm. posture. Correct me. Uh, this is what God has said. And those, like, the, like it's not the Bible that has the authority. It's the author that, that created yeah. the authority. Yes. Um, so we're just applying it to where it was. I think we yeah. get in scary grounds when we give the Bible the authority, uh, and oh, we end up yeah. feeling justified in our actions and in all reality. Jesus called us. God called us to love first. So yeah. in all these conversations of all these different topics of love, like, the reality is, is um, as you dig into your relationship with Jesus— um, as you dig into that relationship through reading mm-hmm. God's word, through prayer, mm-hmm. through practicing Jesus habits, um, like you're going to be molded and shaped into who God's called you to be. So what that's going to mean is you're going to be a more loving person today as you journey with Jesus than you were a year ago. If you've been journeying with Jesus, um, you're going to be a more aware person about mm-hmm. who you are yeah. and how you react to things. And yeah. you're going to be a more intentional person Yeah, um, because Jesus is going to bring things up of like, Hey, when you go into this situation, 
um, this is what typically happens. So let's talk mm-hmm. about that situation. Yeah. Right? Like it's this level of intentionality starts to go higher and higher. And this is probably true of anyone just coming to realization of how their behavior interacts with other people. Yeah. Um, but this is how this is inside of what, what Jesus is doing is this, he's sanctifying you and shaping you into who God's called you to be. Um, and, and, molding your heart to a place of great love for him and great love for those around us. Yeah. Um, like there's that piece of it. Of There's an intentionality that starts to form. Um, yeah. I think if you're a highly re- re- reactional, a person um, like emotion wins nine mm-hmm. times out of 10. Um, like I would, I would say you got to spend more time with Jesus. That's the only yeah. thing that's going to help that. Um, you got to let him start to shape you and, and you're spending time with Jesus in a p- posture of humility of, yeah. Hey Jesus, this is where I'm at. And this is how I react and how I'm thinking. How do you want me to react and thinking? And thankfully his words have been recorded and we have it in the Bible. Like this is exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly who he's called you to be. Yeah. Um, so there's no question. It's not this, this, you know, how does Jesus feel today? In terms of how he's going to answer this question, no, it's recorded. Yeah. This is how he feels. This is how he always mm-hmm. feels. He's not changing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that piece of it too. Of yeah. the longer you spend walk with Jesus, the more intentional you're going to become because yeah. you're going to realize things about yourself that Jesus reveals. Jesus corrects. Jesus encourages. You know, it could be revealed good things and bad things about yeah. your personality and who you are, or yeah. your past and and what that brings to your personality. Yeah. Um, and kind of digging in into those things, like that's going to be be huge as, as well. Yeah. I mean, and, we've been and, going through this, like, go ahead. Go. Oh, I was just going to say, to be clear, I, I agree with what you're saying, man. Um, I think when we spend time reading the Bible, the Holy Spirit guides us to things that, that we need to understand better. Um, things that yep. stick out to you in that moment, in that day, in that season to help you make the decisions in advance to look more like Jesus a year from then or two years from then things that you've yeah. already made the choice. You've already thought through it because the Holy spirit guided you there, you know, through the living breathing word yeah. of God, which is the Bible, not the, the perfect version of the Bible or the perfect copy of the Bible. No, like the, the, the word of God that he's given us to get to know him is the Bible. But um, yeah, I'm not trying to place too much authority on, on the physical book, um, but the author so I'm with you. Yep. I didn't totally know we were. You. I just a pet yeah. peeve of mine. Of fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. What we like to do with it, but um, no, I think that's. I think it's good. I, I think. I, I think the big question that you should constantly be asking is: Is my actions harming relationship or helping relationship? Yeah. Like if relationship's the key, and mm-hmm. Jesus made it pretty clear: yeah. Love your neighbor as yourself. Like that's a, that's the second um, and greatest commandment. Um, it's like the first, um, so equal, equal grounds, um, that if I'm harming relationship am is, am I doing it right? Yeah. If, if, um, um, you know, if I have a certain friend group in my behavior, my actions, my whatever is harming that mm-hmm. community, um, then I'm probably not on the right. I probably have some issues yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, because you can, you can disagree with the community and not harm it. Yeah. Like the community can say, this is true. And you could say, no, I think this is true. And you can have conflict and disagreement and not harm it. But the second I let an emotion, especially like anger into the picture, um, like it's going to cause destruction. That's just what it does. Like James is clear about it. Like, you know, he he specifically said like, because human anger does not produce Mm -hmm. the righteousness that God desires. Right. Like, sure, getting angry is not sinful. I don't think it's sinful. I mean, it can lead to sin, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesus is saying, and James is saying right here, like, be very careful because it's not going to lead to what you want. Yeah. So if you find yourself constantly getting angry, like, dig into that with Jesus. Like, if that's if that's your posture, like, figure out why. Like, dig yeah. into what that, that issue is and, 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 and let Jesus speak into that and then let him shape you around that. Because mm-hmm. um, I would assume you don't want to be angry. I, right. I would assume that. I'm like, I no one wants so. to be in that posture where you're just angry at everybody all the time. Like no. you're going to segregate yourself from most of society. If that's your posture, <laughs> yeah. um, like they're not going to want to be around you. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's how you want it. Or you've convinced yourself that's how you want it, but you really don't. We need community. That's how we are designed. Right. Humanity needs people around us. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, let Jesus speak into that and start to dig into it and find what the root causes. Cause I don't think the root causes you're an angry person. <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> I, think, right. I think there's a different root cause at play there. Yeah. Something's going on. You got to dig into that something. Um, so, so God can, can speak into it and shape and mold you. Um, and here's the beautiful thing. Like we talk about correction. We talk about discipline from, from Jesus. Um, and oftentimes we get it from the human perspective of this is what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, but discipline and correction from Jesus is extremely loving, extremely caring. And it's not like, Hey, Andrew, you suck as a human being, right. like shape up. Right. It's like, no, Andrew, this is causing destruction in your life yeah. and the lives around you. Yeah. Let me help you. Yes. Like that's Jesus' posture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, it's a beautiful picture and it's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing to sit inside of. It's not a, Hey, you're a screw up. Now yeah. just fix it. It's a, Hey, let me sit in this with you because remember Jesus took your sin on himself. Um, yeah. so he's sitting in it with you. Mm-hmm. Let him help you deal with it. Uh, those things that are causing destruction. Um, yeah, man, you just, you hit on it. And this, it's just a great point that I want to underscore. Like when Jesus is, when Jesus speaks to us, um, when he speaks to me, when he speaks to you, when he speaks to whoever's listening, um, he doesn't do it with just shame. He doesn't just say, well, you suck. End of story. No. He doesn't do a shame at all. No, it's never shame. It's never you suck. It's okay, hey, It feels like shame. You're it's probably coming from you if it feels like shame, you know, or the enemy. Um, but it's, it's not coming from Jesus. Um, so when he speaks to us, he says, Hey, I love you. I want to help you with this. Um, and I want to show you the truth of this. Like maybe it is hurting your life and causing destruction there and in other people's lives, but it's always wrapped with the next step out of that, the step out of that. You know, it's, I love you so much. I'm going to be honest with you about how this is hurting you or others. And here's the way out because I love you that much too. You know, so it's just, uh, if you're listening to this and you're struggling with anger, there's always a next step. There's always a way to get out of that. Um, if you're struggling with something else, like we all are, um, whatever it is, um, there's always a way out of that. And I, I just encourage you to take a minute when you shut off this podcast or stop it right now and just pray and say, Jesus, would yeah. you help me through this? Because I don't That's know good. my next step, but I know that, that I'm in the wrong here. You know, go spend That's some good. time with him. Um, and, and there's always a way out of, of sin. There's always a way back to Jesus, whether it's anger or something else you're struggling with. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with Jesus and with other people. And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you. We want to hear from you. You can email us at hello at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. You can message us on Facebook and Instagram, or you can just visit us at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. But seriously, thanks for listening.